Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This game belongs to the Toronto Raptors as they have now won both of their meetings with Washington this season. Again, they have two more meetings this season. Washington falls 125 to 107. This is the Wizards Talk Podcast, and this is the Wizards Outsiders taking over the Wizards Talk Podcast. He's Wes Hall. I'm Nick Ashew. Unfortunately, we are not here to talk about a win. We're here to talk about a 125-107 loss for the Wizards in Toronto. Uh, first things first, and I don't want to poke the bear too much because I want to save it for our show, Wes, mm-hmm. but uh, Drake was there next to the why court. Why did you do that? Uh, because you knew, I know how to push Drake, buttons, man. That's, I swear, Aubrey is not on my mind right now. I love now. that you call him Aubrey, by I'm, the way. I'm just saying, I'm going to call him man by his government name. <laughs> by his government. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless if it's a different government. Listen, man, the biggest thing we saw in this game, besides Drake doing his usual Drakeness on the sidelines, uh-huh. was uh, a little bit of a difference in three-point shooting between the two teams, to uh, say the least, Wes. I'm going to go ahead and get to it. The oh Raptors hit gosh. 17 of them, which is actually the highest amount of threes we've given up all season long, so that makes... Uh, it's what, 46% for them? 17 yes. and 37? And then, Technically 45.9. Right, right. 40, really you really want to be, you know, yeah. split the hair. But right, then you look right. on the other side of it, and I'm just going to say the number and watch both of our jaws hit the floor. Seven for 44. Do you hear my jaw? Yeah. It just slammed. I, I've got TMJ, so like when it opens, it just kind of locks there. It doesn't really make much of a sound, but it's a little difficult on the back end. 16% from deep. That is, 44 I mean, threes, Nick. Like, like in what world... First of all, I, I know that Coach Brooks said shoot more threes. And I can't imagine that he thought shooting 44 threes and only hitting seven of them was acceptable. Well, here's part of the problem. Your best three-point shooter, despite the fact that he's not having a great year from three right now, is Bradley Beal, who only goes one for three. Yeah. Let's go over the rest of the guys, shall we? <laughs> oh, boy. Otto Porter, one for six. Oubre, uh. 0 for 6. Thomas Bryant probably shouldn't have taken 4, but I'm going to give him that because the guy still played well. Young Thundercat, he's hungry. Minutes. I'm not mad John at Wall, 1 for 7. Mm. Morris, 2 for 6. Oh, but don't worry. Jeff Green, Uncle Jeff, our guy. Our guy. 0 for 5. Nobody mm. made a damn thing in this game. Mark, well, no. I was he's 2 reach. for 6. I was going mean, to reach. I was going to so reach. I, can't I mean, even technically, know. that's what, 33%. Is that where you want right. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I mean, that's standard at any level. Right. Most people expect accept that. Uh, here's the thing. What we have always understood in basketball, if you can't hit from outside, what do you do? Attack the paint. Mm-hmm. Drive to the ball. That means we should have, you know, taken a lot more free throws 
but we only took 19. Now, mind you, we hit 18 of those free throws, 97, 94.7%, which I'm fine with. But they're only worth one point, Wes. Right. That's the problem. That's the Raptors the... made 17 shots that are worth three points. Mm-hmm. The Wizards made 18 shots that are worth one point. That's simple math, but I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> and, and what it really comes down to is the Wizards have to find more ways to score than beyond the, beyond the arc. Like, you can't just think that you're going to get into a shootout with the team that is basically comprised of guys that if you look at them on, like, 2K, for example, if you look at right. the Raptors on 2K, it's basically a bunch of lower 80s, upper 70s guys, and then you have Serge Ibaka, Kyle Lowry, and, of course, Kawhi Leonard, who just jumps off the board. They're another balanced team. Right. I mean, they're, they're what's given the Wizards the most problems this entire year. It's been... Guys that can play well together but don't necessarily stand out more than the rest. Right. They're not the team that's obviously like you meant Kawhi Leonard, right. MVP candidate. Kawhi's again. your marquee Kawhi's guy. Cool. But, but really, beyond that, they, it's not like they have a big three in no, Toronto. They've got a big one and a lot of really good players that fit certain roles that know what their role is and do it well. But that's the kicker. They do it well. Yes. I think right now one of the things that we're suffering for on the wizard side is that I really don't think guys in this season, and I know some people might think historically, like, you know, Brad's our, our outside guy, Otto's our three. This season, I still think we have yet to get everybody's jobs defined. As oh, yeah. weird as that sound. Like, it what just, is just, the Wizards' identity to you? Right. I, I, I Seriously, ask me. Exactly. I don't know. Like, I, I used to know. say this about the Redskins before everything with Alex Smith. When they got, like, it took a while to figure out what their identity was. Then the Redskins became a team that ran and played defense. They were old school. The Wizards right, right now is, what are you? You want to be a three-point shooting team. You're not. So, you're not then an what? offensive team right now. We know nope. that. So, what are you? What's your identity? What do you do well? <sighs> And that's, that's, that's not something we can Free answer throws. because they have 18 for 19. Yeah but, <laughs> yeah, but they've also had really bad night shooting from the free throw line. Look, that's my point is that they have to figure out what their role is. We can't define it for, for them. I'm going to give you another two numbers for you. We shot 101 shots tonight. 40 for 101. 39% from the field. That's a lot of shooting, Nick. To only score 107 points. Yeah. We've talked about... You know, scoring being up in the league and, and time of possessions, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sorry. When you shoot 101 shots, the score's got to be higher than 107. They, they have been a mind-boggling team through this entire year for so many different reasons. But we know that they have the ability to score. We know that they have the ability to get to the basket. Mm-hmm. To shoot from the outside, it's certainly questionable when you see guys like Bradley Beal struggling. He's the one you count on more than anybody else. But there is certainly at least offensive talent on this team with some sprinkles of guys that could play defense as well. The Wizards just have not played up to their level in almost every single game this entire year. And that's the problem is where you see a certain level of talent. We know that the talent is at this level. Right. And I'm just holding my hand in a spot. Right. You get yeah. the idea. You because can... we've seen these players do it in the past. Right. And it's not like it's a bunch of guys past their prime right now. Right. Whatever arguments you want to make about where John Wall or Bradley Beal, like, those Just guys are still in their 20s, okay? They're, Bradley Beal is entering his prime. Yet. John Wall is essentially in his prime. Late 20s, early 30s. That's the prime of your career in Absolutely. the NBA. They have a lot of guys that either are entering their prime or in their prime right now, and they're not executing things the way that they should be and the way that they've done it in the past. Therefore, I don't know what kind of team they are, Wes. A, a game like tonight reminds me of a movie that I saw with uh, Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney, and they were some fishermen, went out to the sea. Handsome devils right there. Yeah, 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 it's a great company to be in, and they ended up in what we recall the title of that film was The Perfect Storm. Mm-hmm. And so for the Wizards tonight, here's the storms that they got caught by. You had your premier... 
three-point shooter go one for three from the field. But then you're also missing serious paint presence in what would be Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, right. Then on top of that, nobody else on the entire team is able to step up in any type of proficient way offensively to fill in the gaps between the two. Now, yeah, right. do you have a, a young Thomas Bryant come in and start the game? Past two games he started. He looks fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm actually excited to watch him run up and down He's the, the guy we've been asking for, and you've been on him yeah. since the beginning. He's been kind of like your young guy that you yeah. say, watch out for this guy. They liked him in, uh, in a summer league. They mm-hmm. liked him in, in, in training camp, and that's why he made the team. But he's not going to get the big minutes where he's going to contribute right. more. I mean, he only played 16 minutes in this one. Mm-hmm. And that's nice, and that's what, really what you'd expect. I'd like to see him maybe get more time, get up closer to 25 minutes because he's bringing that energy. He's stretching the floor at least a little bit a little right bit. now. But some of it, too, like you said, he he just plays with an enthusiasm. I love watching him get back. Yeah, bro. and it's sometimes like, that stuff just it, it, it bleeds off to other players. It's contagious. When you see a young, energetic guy come in and get a defensive rebound or not necessarily get a defensive rebound, but on that possession fight for the rebound, whether he gets it or not, he also sprints past the ball right. to get into the paint to create an opportunity the right for his way. team. Not the JaVale right McGee way. years ago. Not we're like, on the wrong hey, JaVale, way. we're on this side This of the way, court. hey, what but happened no, was... no, for Thomas to come down and, and to really do what you want from a, a big. You want a big that can run both ends from baseline to baseline and, and do so in a way that is conducive to creating uh, offensive flow. And when I see Brian on the court, I'm happy with that. So if I've got to take any silver lining from tonight, it's going to be that Thomas Bryant looks good. Three for seven from the field. Now, like you said, he shouldn't have taken four threes. No. I like the fact that he's been confident enough to even pull those because like, one of them went in. Is there anybody that has a red light in the NBA anymore shooting threes? Like maybe oh, Dwight man. Howard. He might be one of the few who probably shouldn't like, be shooting don't threes. Don't do that. But yeah. keep in mind, too, the Wizards have had those issues to start the third quarter in the past. They started off this third quarter on a 7-0 run and took the lead. However, they took the lead in this, however, and then they completely dug themselves another however, hole. If he wouldn't have been in the hole to begin with, and that's, that third quarter run wouldn't have been the necessary. They make every game more difficult on themselves because they take all this time to make a run at some point during a game, like the 7-0 run in the third quarter. The problem is, is that you already have a hole to dig out of versus, hey, you make these runs early in the game. Maybe you have a lead after the first quarter for a change. It's going to get a lot easier on you. All right, of course. He's Wes Hall. I'm Nick Ashew with the Wizards Outsiders. We are an hour before every Wizards game, 30 minutes after every Wizards game. He's at Real Wes Hall on Twitter. I'm at Nick Ashew on Twitter. See you next time. Ball driving left-hand layup. That's strong. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.